Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives, and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4.4, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's Word, pick the Scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? Welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I am so glad you're here. Today we're going to be in John chapter 14, and we're going to be talking about where our true dwelling place needs to be. I love that because there are times in this world when I really need to remember that this earth is not my home that my home is where Jesus is. And I love those verses of scripture that the Lord left with us, that he spoke himself um, to remind me that this place is not my, my home, that I'm going to a place that he has prepared for me. And I don't have to worry about this place on this earth. I am not to get so attached to everything on this earth that it makes me forget that I have an, a heavenly home. So that's where we're going to be today. But before we get started, I do want to go to the Lord in prayer. And I know I've said this before on many occasions that I love to pray for people. And I do. I love to lift people up to the Lord. It's just such a privilege to be able to go before Almighty God on behalf of another person, because sometimes we walk through things that it's just hard for us to pray for ourselves, and we just need our brothers and sisters in Christ to lift us up. But I also want us to understand how important it is to pray um, when we read the Bible, because, you know, Satan doesn't want us to get anything out of Scripture. He doesn't want us to focus on it. He doesn't care if we sit and read it as long as we don't get anything out of it. I mean, Satan and his demons know scripture. We want to be able to apply the word of God to our lives. So my prayer is that we will remember that the Holy Spirit lives within us and that when we open God's word, whether it's opening on our phones or opening the actual paper book, um, the pages, whichever way we do that, we need to invite the Holy Spirit to be right there with us, put a cocoon around us um, so that we're not distracted and that we would be hungry for his word and what he has for us. Because I firmly believe that God's word is so powerful. Um, and it is definitely powerful in my own life. And I'm grateful for that. So always in the podcast, that God has so graciously blessed me to be able to do. Um, I always want to invite the Holy Spirit 
in because I can't even tell you how many times when I go to record a podcast or when I go to study whatever it is that I feel like God has put on my heart for the podcast, I can't tell you how many distractions just pop up. Noises that will just come out of nowhere that are going to appear in the podcast. It just, it can be very frustrating. But when I know that the Lord Jesus is in control and that the Holy Spirit has something for us, not only for me, because his word always speaks to my heart and I'm grateful for that, but also for those who are listening, whether it's one person or a hundred people, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is that the Holy Spirit has for this particular scripture to do, it will do. And I am so grateful for that. So before we dig in, before we start talking about this scripture, let's go to the Lord in prayer and invite the Holy Spirit to just come in and blow us away today. Lord, I'm very grateful to be here today. I love your word and I love that you speak to us through your word, that there are those hidden nuggets that are in there that if we will just dive in, you'll show them to us. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that there are not only the actual happenings in the Bible, but also those ways in scripture that we can apply them in our lives today. I'm so grateful for that because only you, Holy Spirit, can show us that. Only you, Holy Spirit, can open our eyes and our hearts and our minds. I'm grateful. I pray for each person who's listening today. I don't know what's going on in their lives, but I know that you know exactly what's going on in their lives. And I know that there's a word in this scripture for whomever is listening today, because they wouldn't be listening if there wasn't a word for them. And I'm grateful, Lord. Holy Spirit, teach us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so let's dig in because this is actually a very um, comforting set of scripture for me. I have those verses that are my go-to scripture when I when I feel um, a little bit unsettled or when something's going on and I just need to remind myself that, you know, this, this world is not my home. I'm so grateful that God left us his word, that Jesus spoke words that were recorded um, in the Bible that will speak to my heart today. And John chapter 14, especially the ver- the, the first few verses, um, are, are the verses that just really comfort me so many times. And they're some of the, the first verses that I actually learned. I, I of course, grew up in the King James um, version of the Bible, but so grateful that there are many different um, versions now that are easier to understand and easy to go to. But let's read and we will see what the Lord does. Verse one says, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Now, I want to stop with verse one for a second because I know I say so many times, especially in the last few months and years of my life, that we have a choice. In Jesus, we have a choice. We do not have to stay in a place of frustration or anger or fear or any anything like that. Because Jesus died on the cross for us and because he has overcome the world, we have a choice that we can turn from whatever it is that's causing us trouble. We can turn our hearts and our minds from that to Jesus. 
and get back in touch with what we believe. And that to me is what is what this verse is saying. Verse one says, do not let your heart be troubled. So he's saying to his disciples right there, you do not let your heart be troubled. I don't have to let my heart stay in a place of trouble. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to get in a place of trouble, that I'm not going to get in a place where my heart is troubled or fearful or upset or whatever it may be. It doesn't mean that my heart is not going to go there, but it means that I don't have to let it stay there. He says, do not let your heart be troubled. So I don't have to let it stay troubled. He says, believe in God. Believe also in me. So for me, when I read that verse, he's saying, believe. Remember to believe in God and in Jesus. Remember to believe. And that is very interesting to me that he says, believe in God, believe also in me, right after he says, do not let your heart be troubled. Because in my heart and in my mind and in my life, when I go back to what I believe and I physically say to myself often, okay, what is it that you believe? Do you believe that God is in control or not? Do you believe that God sees this or not? Do you believe that God has prepared you to walk through this if he's allowed it to come your way or not? So he's saying there, don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe in Jesus. Verse two says, in my father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. Now, I love the fact that Jesus has gone to prepare a place for me. I love the fact that no matter what is going on in this world, and there's so much going on right now, right now, as I am doing this podcast, we are still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. So there's so much going on right now, so much uncertainty, so much of what is happening here. But I can remember in my heart that I do not have to let my heart be troubled by all of that. I can believe in God, believe in Jesus, and remember that Jesus has gone to prepare a place for me in his Father's house where there are many dwelling places. I absolutely love that, and it brings me so much comfort to know That although this world can be amazing at times, I have such an amazing life. I'm so grateful for what God has done in my life. And I'm a very happy person in my life. I have such amazing things. But there's also so much trouble in this world. And Jesus has said that there will be trouble in this world. So that doesn't come as a great surprise. But what I love is that in that trouble and in what I see going on in the world, I cannot allow my heart, I can make a choice not to allow my heart to stay in that trouble. I can remember who I believe in, go back to what I believe in, in the Father and in the Son. Remember that that Jesus is my home, that Jesus is my dwelling place, that in the Father's house there are many dwelling places and that he has gone to prepare a place for me. And I can focus on that. 
Now, there's another thing that that God has used this scripture to do in my life, because not only is he gone to prepare a physical place for us in heaven, because he certainly has, but there is also a place for our heart to dwell while we're here on this earth. There are many dwelling places in the Father's house. So when I think about that, and I think about where my own heart goes at times, I'm reminded that I don't have to let my heart be troubled and that I can allow my heart to go to a different dwelling place than the trouble that Satan would try to throw at me. I can allow my my heart to go to the dwelling place that is with my father because I believe Jesus. I believe God. I've accepted Jesus as my savior. So my heart has a different dwelling place. It does not have to stay in the dwelling place that Satan would try to put me in. I have a choice to not allow my heart to be troubled and to go to the dwelling place that is with my father. And there are many dwelling places. There's a comfort dwelling place. There's a joy dwelling place. There's a thank you, a gratitude, grateful dwelling place. There are so many dwelling places in the Father's house. And that is what I go to so often in this world when I'm living in this world, but I am I am not a citizen of this world. I am going home to be with Jesus in the home that he is preparing for me, but I also have a place, a dwelling place with the Father for my heart to go to while I live on this earth. And I cannot even tell you how grateful I am for that because we so often forget that Satan would have us forget who we are in the Lord. But when we read this scripture, we can remind ourselves that we don't have to let our heart stay in a place of trouble. We can turn back to what we believe in, in the Father and in the Son, and remember that our heart is to dwell with them in the house that he has made for us and that our heart lives with Jesus and that the Holy Spirit has come to dwell in our hearts. And I'm so grateful for that because that is what will turn our heart and our mind and our spirit from that place of trouble that we see in this world and and on this earth. So I, I look at that scripture twofold because I know for a fact that he has gone to prepare a place for me in heaven with him when my spirit leaves this earth. But I also know that while I'm on this earth, my heart has a dwelling place with the Father that will keep me from staying in a place of trouble. It'll keep me from staying in a place of uncertainty or fear or anger or frustration. As a Christian, I have a different dwelling place. I'm so grateful for that. Now, in verse three, he talks to us about if he if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there, you may be also. Now, does that not bring you the most comfort in the world when you sit there and listen to the Lord Jesus say that if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you. He's telling us, don't worry, I will come again and receive you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And I will come again and receive you to myself. Now, again, there's the physical place that I know that the Lord Jesus is preparing for me in heaven. But there's also that place in my heart that I know that when my heart starts going 
to a place of trouble that the Lord Jesus will come again and get me and get my heart and receive me into a place where I can dwell in peace, in comfort, in joy, and in gratitude while I'm on this earth. I can, I can allow the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit that is living in me to take my heart out of that troubled place and put it back in the dwelling place that is with God, God the Father. I am so grateful for that. And it, it helps me to remember that while I live on this earth. And so many things happen that are completely out of my control. But, but God is always in control. Now, I love the last part of verse 3 because it says, that where I am, there you may be also. Does that not bring you so much comfort to know that the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to be where he is? Now think about Jesus when he was on this earth and as he went to the cross and how he, how he was in his spirit, how he went to the Father, his heart's dwelling place was with the Father. And he went to the Father when his heart would go to a troubled place. He went to the Father. And that's what he's telling us also in this scripture. Not only is there a physical place that he is preparing for us, thank God, but there is also a place on this earth in our hearts that our hearts can go to in the Father that will bring us comfort, will bring us peace, will bring us joy, will help us remember to be grateful for him. And he wants us to dwell there with him. He does not want our hearts to dwell in this troubled place on this earth. He wants our hearts to dwell with him in a place of peace and comfort and joy that we can have on this earth in him, in the dwelling place that the Father has for us that Jesus has created through his blood on that cross. I am so grateful for that. I cannot even tell you. And I love that in verse four, he says, and you know the way where I am going. Because immediately Thomas pipes up and says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How do we know the way? And Jesus immediately said, bringing him out of that place of What do you mean, Lord? I don't know what you're talking about. Bringing him right back around to Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. Jesus is the way. When we are in a troubled place, when our hearts are in a troubled place, when our mind is racing, when we can't bring our thoughts captive and under the obedience of Jesus, when things are happening all around us that are chaotic that are crazy, that are fearful. Jesus is the way. He is the way for us to turn whenever we get in those situations and look at him. Turn our hearts and our minds and our spirit back to Jesus because he is the way. He is the way out of the crazy. He is the way to the father. He is the way. He is the truth. Now think about that for a second. In the world that we live in today, how much truth is really being spoken right now? So often, we don't know what to believe. Something sounds right. When you hear the entire story or the story that they want you to hear, it makes sense. Social media, politicians, news broadcasts, they're all so full of untruths that look like the truth. 
So what are we to do as Christians? We are to remember, just as he said to Thomas, remember, Jesus is the way. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth. Jesus is the truth that we can always rely on. That's why I always say, do not get too caught up in what you hear on social media, on the news, because only what they want us to hear is being said. Now, I'm not jumping on a bandwagon of, oh, here we go, everything is a lie. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those things that are being said and being put out there as the truth that we really don't know. Those things that bring us fear, frustration, anger, whatever the upset may be, those are the things that we have to take to Jesus because he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And I want us to remember that when we are living in this world and we get so caught up in all the crazy that's going on, We are not living the life that Jesus would have us live because our heart wants to stay in a place of trouble. Our hearts want to, wants to stay in a place of disrest when we only hear, when we only hear that. Um, we need to be people of the Lord who will take all of that crazy. Remember that it is a place that our heart will go to to stay in that trouble. Remember that we do not have to let our heart stay there. We don't have to let our heart stay in trouble. We can believe in God, believe in Jesus. Remember that our heart, even while we're here on this earth, has a different dwelling place that is with the Father and that the Lord Jesus wants us to be where he is. We can remember that this earth is not our home, that we have a home in heaven with Jesus if we have accepted Christ as our Savior. We can look to him as the way. We can look to him as the truth. Only Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Because when we get caught up, as I said earlier, when we get too caught up in everything that we're hearing and seeing on this earth, That is not the life that Jesus has for us. We stay in a place of frustration. We stay in a place of fear. We stay in a place of uncertainty. And that is not our Jesus. We have a life through Jesus that will bring us peace and joy and love when we look to him and not to this world. That's why he says in those verses, Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe in Jesus. Remember what you believe. And don't worry about everything that's going on in this world. We need to be aware. Definitely. We can't stick our head in the sand and act as if we don't know anything. We need to be aware. But we need to run all of that back through the channel that Jesus has given us through the Holy Spirit and his word and allow him to show us and teach us. So that we can remember that our hearts has a dwell, has a dwelling place that is with Jesus, even here on this earth. Not only has he gone to prepare a place for us when we leave this earth, but we also have a prepared place for us here while we're on this earth because the Holy Spirit lives within us if we have, have accepted Christ as our Savior. As we close today, my prayer is that 
when these things start happening in your life and in my life, that we would remember that the Lord Jesus said we do not have to let our heart be troubled, that we can believe in God, believe in him and remember that he has gone before us and is preparing a place for us. And we don't have to stay in that troubled state. Know that I'll be lifting you up, that I'll be praying for you, praying that you will keep your eyes and your hearts focused on the Lord. I ask you to do the same for me. So many things going on right now, and I'm just grateful that I serve a living God who knows my heart, knows my mind, and knows where I am, knows the same about you. Please don't forget to visit the website, www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com. Don't forget to download the podcast and leave a review. I want to know what you're thinking. And then send me your prayer request because I love to pray. Um, you can send those to me at walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com and visit our, our Facebook page um, and leave some comments and let me know what you're thinking. Thank you again for being with me today. Know that I'll be praying for you as you walk by faith and not by sight.